0: Go 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 shot it. it's your birthday we're going to party like it's your birthday we going to sip a like it's your birthday hello friends and thank you for joining me on today's episode today is a very special day as we are celebrating my 33rd birthday today october the 13th is my birthday So I have created a very special episode for y'all. As many of us do during the month of our birthday, I have really been doing some reflecting a lot lately and really giving some consideration to where I'm at in my life and how grateful I am for all of the things that I have actually been able to accomplish by the age of 33 So in this process of now 14 years as an entrepreneur, it hasn't all been sunshine and rainbows. As many of you business owners know, there's a lot of shit that we deal with. A lot of shit that people don't see. They see the shiny red carpet that is rolled out and they think that we must have inherited our money to be living a life of freedom. They think, oh, she must be so lucky. But in reality, we've spent many nights crying hours stressing, working 80 hours just so we don't have to work 40 hours for somebody else, and every damn day we are worried that we won't have a paycheck. So, Savages, in today's episode, I am sharing with y'all the 33 things that I would do differently if I could go back to 19-year-old Cassandra when I first started my first business and do it all over again. Ready, friends? Let's do this. Okay, peeps, we have got a long list here, and I'm not getting any younger. See what I did there? Oh, I swear I get cheesier as the years go by. So let's get started. Knowing what I know now, experiencing all of the things that I have experienced. And looking back to 19-year-old Cassandra, venturing into the world of entrepreneurship, these are the things that I would do differently. Let's get started. Number one, I would worry less what other people think. Now, I know wherever you're at in your journey, this one might sting a little bit. And you're probably thinking, Cassandra, that is a lot easier said than it is done. No shit. That's why it's on this list. 19-year-old Cassandra cared a lot, a lot what other people thought about her. Hell, 21, 22, 23-year-old Cassandra cared a lot. Hell, 30-year-old Cassandra still cared a lot what other people thought about her. But I can honestly say at the age of 33, I am at a place in my mindset, in my personal development journey that And I'd be lying if I said I don't still think about it and I don't still care and I don't still, you know, let some things get to me. But the time that I allow it to affect me and my decisions and the journey that I am on has definitely been minimized. I'm at a place in my life where I've realized that there are people out there who will only ever want to tear you down and will only ever be jealous of the things that you are working to achieve because they simply think that they can't. When reality, if they got their booties off the couches and tried, then they could as well. You need to worry a lot less what other people think about you. They are going to judge you through the lens of life that they look through, okay? The childhood that they were raised through, the things that their mother and their father told them, if they had a mother and father, if they didn't, you know, the, ra- the way that they were raised, they're going to judge you based on what they consider the norm, And if you are doing something that is different than their norm, then they're going to judge you. They're going to say things that maybe don't align with you, and they start to make you second-guess the path that you are on. So at 33 years of age, as I started this list, the first thing that came to mind for me is, God damn, if I had worried less what people thought about me and I listened to my true authentic self from a younger age, well, who knows where I'd be today. Number two, I would keep better track of my finances earlier on. Now, when I was 19 years old and I ventured into this journey, I was making really good money, but I was spending more than I was making. You see, I had been taught a lot about business. I had been taught a lot about marketing. I had been taught a lot about branding. I was damn good with organization and I was really good at making money. But I hadn't been taught a lot about financial management. And it wasn't until later on in my businesses when I really learned the importance and how to financially manage my money that things started to actually build in my bank account and make a lot more sense. So, going back, anyone who is starting out, I would strongly, strongly, strongly suggest that you get yourself a really good accountant, a really good bookkeeper, someone who's really good at investing, and you learn from the beginning how to properly track and manage your finances. Number three, failures are a good thing. I'm going to say that again for the people in the back. Failures are a good thing. Okay? Failures, quote unquote, because I hate that damn word, the setbacks, let's call them. Those are the things that have made me realize my potential. They've made me realize my worth. They've made me realize my value. They've made me realize who I don't wanna be around anymore, surrounding myself with. They've basically, in my opinion, been these trees, these barriers along my path that I've been able to cut down and open up my journey and my true path. Okay, failures are a good thing. They're gonna show you things about your business that you would never experience. You would never know if you hadn't gone through them. Failures are a good thing. They build character. They make you stronger, right? And they make you actually reflect and realize the things that really do matter in your business. Okay, So welcome them. Welcome them. Failures are a good thing. Number four, niche down even earlier on in my business. So again, getting into branding and marketing language here for any of you who've tuned into this podcast and heard some of those episodes, it is very, very, very important to niche down early on in your business. You do not want to be the jack of all trades and the master of none. For you to be known for one specific thing and get really, really, really good at that specific thing, that is when people stand up and they say, oh, I'm going to refer you to this person. I know she does exactly what it is that you're looking for. Rather than people say, yeah, I mean, she does kind of like something in that field. I think, I don't really know. I don't even know if she's maybe the right person for you, right? It's when those people are looking for someone to help them with a specific thing and they come across your content, they come across your marketing, they come across your messaging and they raise their hand to say, oh, you know, he or she can really solve this problem for me. Niching down makes your brand strategy easier. It makes your marketing strategy easier. It makes planning, scaling, and growing your business so much easier. So friends, if I could go back, I would have niched down even more earlier on. Number five, I would get into email marketing way sooner. If you guys have listened to my email marketing series uh, on this podcast, you would know that the return of investment is astronomically higher than other forms of marketing compared to social media marketing and how we are actually able to build an authentic relationship with our audience who have already raised their hand and said, yes, I would like to receive your material. I would like to receive your news, your marketing. Please send it to me, deliver it right to my mailbox. Okay. If we can learn how to do that, that properly, which I have a program, the Email Marketing Made Easy program, that helps teach entrepreneurs and business owners how to properly use email marketing in their business, I would have been able to be a lot more successful earlier on. I cannot tell you how much business has translated from proper email marketing in my businesses. Number six, this one might sting a little bit. I would spend less time marketing on Instagram and social media. I know many of you that are listening to this are thinking, oh shit, Cassandra, I only market on social media. Guys, I cannot tell you how many business owners I speak to. And I say, well, where are you marketing your business right now? And they're like, yeah, well, I'm on Instagram. Or they'll say, well, I posted it on Instagram, so everybody knows about it. It's like, Guys, (laughs) that is not how the world of Instagram works. That is not how the world of social media works. I promise you, just because you posted something does not mean the 1,000 people that are following you all saw it. Maybe 50 saw it. Maybe. Maybe 100 if you're lucky and your algorithm is in your favor that day. So I would spend much less time putting all of my eggs into a marketing basket of social media and I would diversify my marketing into email marketing, paid ads, and all types of other marketing to make sure that my business was growing. All of the forms that we utilize today. Number seven, I would invest in paid ads sooner. Now, there is a little something that probably all of you guys see on your social medias that says, you know, bump this out or promote this post or things like that. And when you're doing those with very small increments and you're not seeing any return from it, there's a reason why. As is an entirely huge beast on its own. And there are specialists who specialize in the algorithms and understanding what works and what doesn't work. I have been to many marketing conferences where we have learned about ads and all of the nitty gritty that goes into it. It is not something that I suggest you put $10 towards and hope to bump a post and then it's going to perform for you. But I would definitely hire somebody earlier on in my businesses that can make sure that I had proper Ads running for my business all the time, not just when I was in launch mode or just when I had a promo or a special, but all the time. And I would also, if I'm going back to tip number one with keeping better track of my finances, I would also be taking a percentage of the income and constantly just being dumping that back into paid ads to continue to grow our reach. Number eight, I would join a mastermind sooner. Joining a mastermind two and a half years ago now completely 10x to my business, completely transformed my business. I knew a lot... But I didn't realize how little I knew until I joined a mastermind. And I surrounded myself with people who were on my level or ahead of me. They'd achieved things that I was only dreaming of achieving. They were five steps, 10 steps ahead of me. And to surround myself with people like that, that were on the same path, they were having similar struggles. Some of them had been through it, some of them hadn't. But to be able to have people who related and who were on that same level as me completely transformed my businesses. So I strongly suggest if you are not in one yet, and you are on the path of wanting to grow and expand your business, find yourself a mastermind, a membership, a group of other entrepreneurs that you can surround yourself with. Number nine, I would create memberships or subscriptions sooner, aka more passive income. It wasn't until about six years into my first business when I created a passive form of income for myself, then I started to get into my training academy and launching online courses, And that's when I really realized how much easier it is to create something once and have it just basically produce money and be able to help people on multiple levels rather than constantly trading my time for income. Okay, so creating memberships and subscriptions, man, (laughs) if I knew that secret recipe a little bit earlier, again, I'd be a lot farther along at 33, not complaining here. Number 10 is I would set boundaries earlier. And this is a big one. I should have bumped it up in the list. Uh, Not just boundaries with, um, you know, uh, clients or with uh, employees, but also with partners and also with friends, also with family, gosh, with family, and also with myself, right? Setting strict and regular boundaries to protect myself, knowing that it's okay to say no, knowing when somebody is taking advantage of me. Probably one of the co- most common things I've been hearing in my business from my friends and from uh, some of my coworkers that know me very well is, "Cast, you're too damn nice. You let people walk all over you, right?" And there was a point in my business where that was really, really true. Until I decided to start setting some really tough and really strict boundaries, and understanding that that doesn't make me a selfish person. It makes me somebody who is. Filled with love and filled with self respect, and knows what I value and knows what I will and will not tolerate. Number 11. I would get a project management tool earlier. If you guys go back a couple of episodes, you will hear me talk a lot about Monday.com and how much that has changed my life. If you are finding that you are spinning a million plates and that you are trying to juggle a million things and you need to get yourself organized, I cannot strongly suggest getting yourself a project management tool enough. It has completely transformed my businesses and all of the things that I do in my life and in my day-to-day routine. Number 12. I would not trust people so damn easily. Again, going back to my last point, I think I always believed that everyone just had like a little angel inside of them rather than the devil. I believed that everyone was going to be fair and believe in equal opportunity and that they were going to be fair back to me. Oh boy, was I wrong. I cannot tell you how many people took advantage of me. And I ended up, you know, with my butt up in the air, taking all of the risk and liability while other people were lollygagging around in my businesses. So I would not trust people so damn easily. I would be more careful. 13 is I would hire myself virtual assistants sooner. There are so many tasks. That virtual assistants can help you with. I don't care what type of business you're in. There is something right now, wherever you're at in your business, that a VA, a virtual assistant can take off of your plate for a very inexpensive price tag that they can help you expedite the process of growing your business. Number 14, I would do weekly reflections earlier on in my business. Now, it is something that I cannot do without. And all of my friends and family know that if I don't do my weekly reflection, I am very cranky because I need it to see the progress, to know where I'm at, to feel like I'm on track, to be productive, to keep moving the needle. If I don't do my weekly reflections, I feel lost. I don't really know what's going on in my businesses. I need that temperature check. I need to set some new goals for the week. I just need it. So knowing that now, I would have started doing weekly reflections a lot earlier in my businesses. We are halfway, almost. 15 is learn how to meditate and all of the grounding practices earlier on. All of these things are earlier on. Uh, Meditation has changed my life, completely changed my life. And learning how to stay calm in a storm and how to find beauty in every circumstance and how to stay optimistic no matter what life decides to throw at you. Meditation and grounding practices to bring myself back to center and awaken myself has completely changed my life. It is something I wish they taught in schools. It is something that I wish I was shown a lot earlier in my life than I was. Sixteen is I would read every single day. I'm on a continual journey of always growing and always educating myself. And there was days where I would watch TV. I haven't turned a TV on in over a year now, but there are days that I would watch TV. You know, all of the other things that you do when you're 19 to 33 years old. But if I could go back and incorporate even 30 minutes, even 10 minutes, hell, every day of reading something, You know, I would have a lot more education and information in my brain than I do now. Every time I read a book, I become lit up, excited, and fired up, and I wish that I had done that. I do it every single day now. I wish I had done that a lot earlier on. Number 17, I would not worry so much about credentials or courses. For those of you out there that have said to me, oh, I just have to finish this course, or I'm just going to go back to school and do that, and then I'll put myself out there. Guys, those are excuses. Now, don't get me wrong, there are certain things, for example, if you want to be a pilot, Yeah, you might want to go to pilot school. You might want to learn how to actually fly a plane. Um, But for the most part, being an entrepreneur, there's so many things that we figure out as we go along. And it's more about experience than it really is about the actual credentials. So I would worry so much less about spending the $20,000 on my year at university and wasting it, tossing it out the window like I did. And I would worry much more about the experience that I gained throughout trial and error. 18 is I would stop comparing myself. Ooh, it's a good one. I used to always compare myself and I'd be lying if I said I don't do it to some extent, but I stopped myself really early. I'm able to go back into the gain and recognize how far I have grown and how far I have come rather than comparing myself to somebody else. Right? They're at step 10 in their journey when I'm starting at step one. Why on earth would I compare myself to them? We are all traveling our own journey. You do not know the story that somebody has been through. You do not know the cards that they have been dealt. Stop comparing yourself. You are exactly where you're supposed to be. 19 is I would throw that damn thing called perfectionism right out the window because it does not exist. If you guys want to challenge me on that, my DMs are always open. Perfectionism, Perfectionism does not exist. I am a firm believer in that. There is absolutely no such thing as perfect. I believe you should do your best. I believe that you should do the best that you can with what you have in that moment. And I believe that you can go back and as you learn more, you can make it better and better and better and it's going to continue to grow. But I think that if you wait for perfectionism, you'll be waiting for a very long time. Number 20 is I would start before I am ready. Fire, aim, ready. I have a podcast episode coming out on that in a couple of weeks, so I'm not going to give too much away from that one. But for all of you who think that you need to have every step figured out and that everything has to be so perfect and that you can't start until it's all done, I promise you, you you're wasting precious time. You want to start before you're even ready because you will figure it out along the way. Just hit go. 21 is I would take bigger risks and bigger chances. And that was an interesting one for me because I have taken... Some very big risks and some very big chances. I have made huge moves across the country for what I thought was love. I have spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on things that I didn't really think through. I have been in hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt. I have seen it all. I would still take bigger risks. This past year, 2022, has been the year that I have taken the biggest risks of my life. And some of them have fallen flat on their face, but most of them have given me the biggest reward that I could have ever imagined. I am taking off for Bali in 4 days, something that I truly truly never thought someone like myself would ever get to even experience. I thought it was a life that only other people got to experience and I never thought that Cassandra would be able to take 2 weeks off and travel to Bali with her best friend. So stay tuned for all of those adventures. Number 22, I would invest at a younger age. I did not start investing until recently. Um, you know, the the later years of my life so far. And if I could go back, I would invest at a lot younger of an age. My uncle is super, super, super into that world. I would have given him half of my money and I would have just said, take it, take it and do whatever you want with it. Let your money make you money. 23, I would learn more about technology. You guys have probably heard me say over you know, these episodes that I'm not super great with technology. And it's funny because when I look at a lot of other people, I'm actually a lot better than most, but I'm not as far along as I would like to be. So I would like to learn more about technology still. Still to this day, I would like to spend more time learning and understanding technology. Twenty-four, surround myself with a stronger tribe earlier on, and that goes in hand-in-hand in hand with the joining a mastermind earlier on, but there was definitely seasons of my life where I was surrounded by shitty people. I was in a shitty relationship for 10 years, surrounded by somebody who was doing absolutely no good for my potential, and if I could surround myself with stronger friends and a stronger group of people who were on that same wavelength and vibing on my same energy with me earlier on... Woo, I don't even want to know the things that I would have already accomplished. Twenty-five. I would have started a podcast earlier. Guys, this has been such a beautiful experience, such a fun experience. I absolutely love getting messages from you guys and hearing how these are impacting your lives and how you guys are resonating and how you're learning. And I mean, I'm not going to lie. This has been a huge lead source for me. There's so many of you that listen to this show that learn a lot about my story, that get a lot of value from this and then want to work with us in some way, shape or form. So I would have started a podcast a lot earlier. I would have used my voice to impact people a lot earlier on. 26, I would set goals. Goals daily, weekly, and monthly earlier on. It is something I do religiously in my life and in my businesses now. I didn't do it when I first started. I know a lot of you listening to this don't set daily goals. And if you do, they're astronomically big goals and you don't even cross it off at the end of your day because it's too overwhelming. So I would get into proper goal setting earlier on which leads me into 27, which is to use a planner. Use a freaking planner, guys. Plan out your days, do weekly reflections, know what you are working towards every day, have amazing and beautiful intentions, and be really intentional about how you are executing on that. We have the same 24 hours in a day, and if I can get it done, so can you. You need a planner. 28, I would hire a really good lawyer earlier on. I have an incredible, incredible lawyer now. The guy's a weapon. And I would have hired him a lot earlier on to help me with the logistics and setting up the contracts and just making sure that I was protected from earlier on. I did go through an extreme lawsuit earlier stages of my business and uh, a better lawyer would have helped me make sure that that was handled a little bit better. Number 29, I would set contracts in place from the beginning with absolutely everybody that even stepped foot into any part of my business, a client, a contractor, independent contractor, employee, I don't care, renting my beds, anything, anyone that came into any contact with my business, there would have been a better contract. I have amazing contracts now, but there would have been better contracts in place from the beginning. It'll change your business. 30, independent contractors versus employees. I would have hired only independent contractors over employees whenever it was possible. There's an entire episode coming out on that one. Um, I actually have some very exciting news coming out for the beginning of January, and there's going to be a lot more information on um, employees and hiring and that whole process. So stay tuned for that. Mm. 31. Partnerships doesn't always mean less work. Okay, getting into business with somebody else because you think it's going to be less work for yourself is not always the truth. Sometimes it actually creates more work for yourself. 32, write-offs are your best friend. When I first started, I didn't really fully understand write-offs or the magnitude of them or how to maximize them. And oh, when I finally fully understood the proper way to do write-offs, it has been very, very transformational for my businesses. They're your best friend. And the last one, and certainly not the least, but guys, I felt like that was a long list. I feel like I'm getting super old here. 33 on paper isn't a bad thing. And what I mean by that is sometimes as entrepreneurs, we hi- like to hide our money, we try to hide things as much as we possibly can. But then when it comes to certain aspects of things that you're trying to do, like get a mortgage or prove things, it, it it's not that easy to do if you don't have a lot shown on paper. So there is a right way to do it. There is a proper way to do it. I strongly suggest you get yourself an incredible financial planner who can help you and a really good accountant who can help maximize what should and shouldn't be on paper and how we can do things properly for your business without getting you into any kind of trouble. So Savages, I hope that you have learned a thing or two as I reflect on my first 14 years in business. This is a really, really fun reflection for me as I celebrate my 33rd birthday today and I really think back on knowing the things that I know now, what would I implement or what would I do differently? If I could change a few or any of these things, I would have been even further along by 33 than I am now, which as y'all know, this is exactly where I'm supposed to be. This was exactly the journey the universe wanted me to have, but... I share this for any newer entrepreneurs, whether you're younger, whether you are older than me. If you are curious what I mean by any of these, there is a story behind all of them. Send me a message on Instagram. It's at the.business.savage or better yet, send us an email info at thebusinesssavage.com. I would absolutely love to chat with you and learn more about your story and your business. Hopefully this has opened your eyes to some awarenesses that I have had as a serial entrepreneur growing multiple six and seven figure businesses do these things earlier on to get there even faster because although it is not a race, we all want that life of freedom as soon as we damn well can get it. Well, savages, that is all that I've got for y'all for today's episode. If you enjoyed this, grab the link and share it with somebody that you know and that you love and that could use some advice while scaling their businesses to ensure that they are doing it the right way. Don't forget to hit the bell in the top corner so that you never miss a future episode and follow us on Instagram for all of the beautiful things that we are sharing over in that space. Remember, a savage will get knocked down but they will always get back up. And happy birthday month to all of my fellow Libras. Keep on fighting. Peace, guys.